Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. In Parshas Re'eh, Moshe Rabbeinu reviews with the people many of the laws that were previously stated in Parshas Shmini regarding which foods, which animals we may eat and which we may not. And at the end of this section of test, of this section of text, the very last Pasek says, You shall not eat any nevela. A nevela is an animal that simply dies um, without shrita. So if a cow simply dies, that would be called a nevela. Lager asher bisharecho titnena, to the ger in your gates you shall give it, and he will eat it. Now this is not talking about what we call a ger tzedek, who was a person who was converted to Judaism and is obligated in all the laws like any other Jew. This is talking about a what's called a ger toishov. A ger toishov is, uh, we don't really have ger toishov today, but a ger toishov was someone who uh, lived in Eretz Yisrael, a non-Jew, and he had accepted upon himself to observe the seven mitzvahs of B'nai Nayach, and, but more than that, he does not have to keep. So we may give to him the nevela, or sell it to a non-Jew. We'll translate for the moment, because you are a holy nation, to Hashem your God, you shall not cook a kid in its mother's milk. Of course, you shall not cook a kid in its mother's milk. Our Chachamim tell us goes beyond that, uh, that very particular prohibition. It means, in general, any uh, mammal, you may not cook its offspring in milk. You may not cook a mammal in milk, even if it's not actually the mother's milk. That's not our topic for this year. I'd like to go to the Rashi and then talk about some of the other Mephoshim. Let's see Rashi. So certainly at first glance, would seem to be a reason for something. However, Rashi says, Sanctify yourself with that, with something that is actually permitted to you. If there are things that are mutar, that are permitted according to the law of the Torah, but other people conduct themselves with a prohibition. In other words, other people have forbidden it upon themselves for some good reason. They have a custom not to, not to allow that thing. So at al tatirem bifnehem, do not permit this thing in front of them. For example, the Gemara in Vesech the Psachim says that there were places that had a custom not to do work even on the morning of Erev Pesach. There were other places that the custom was that they did do work on the morning of Erev Pesach. So the, the Mishnah says in Vesech the Psachim, 
that if you come from a place where they do work on Erev Pesach in the morning, but you went to stay, you are temporarily in a city where they don't do work on Erev Pesach, so you should not go out to work in front of everybody else. That's called Dvorim Hamutarim, things that are permitted, and other people are conducting themselves with this thing as if it were prohibited. So don't permit the thing in front of them. Don't, don't flaunt how you don't follow their custom and, uh, and permit it in front of them. Now, Rashi, this is not original to Rashi, but Rashi is deriving this from the Pasuk. Because you're a holy nation. In other words, it's not merely a matter of uh, manners. It's not nice to, to flaunt your ability to do the work. Well, everybody else in the city is, is not doing work. Well, let's say if there would be a certain city where they had a certain, uh, a certain chumrah in Kashrus, a certain sort of animal or a certain uh, sort of a situation in Kashrus, they do not allow. And you come up from a place where they allow it. And you're going to flaunt, you're going to openly transgress. You're openly going to practice what they consider to be a prohibition. So perhaps one might say, it's not nice. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're, um, you're riling up people, you're disturbing people. But from Ashi, it sounds like more than that because we're deriving it here from Am Kadoshato. It's a matter of Kedusha, that sometimes something that is permitted but you refrain. That's considered a certain sanctity. Now, the question I would like to raise on Rashi, I've really hinted at the question already, is why did Rashi choose to explain the Pusik in this way? When I read the Pusik for myself, I thought it meant like this. Don't eat any nevela. You may give it to a ger or to a non-Jew. And why? Why, are you, why should you not eat a nevela? Why should you not eat just dead meat that wasn't where the animal was not slaughtered? Because you are a holy nation. And in fact, some of the Mephoshim do explain like that. Rabbi Avadya Svarno explains, even though Nevela is good, it is fine for mazayin and oishi, for human uh, sustenance, for human food. As you see, you can give it to the ger or to the non-Jew. The Torah is not telling us to poison those people. It must be that it's acceptable human food. But However, it is not nice, it is not acceptable, it is not appropriate for the sustenance of an am kodesh, of a holy nation. Which is prepared, which has been intended, which has been destined for Shlemus HaMechuvan Me'esach El Yisborach. The Am Kodesh, the Am Yisrael, which has been chosen for the ultimate Shlemus, the ultimate uh, perfection of a God's plans. So for them, for an Am Kodesh, uh, this is not appropriate food. Perhaps that's how we should read the Pasuk. Don't eat Nevela but you may give it to someone else, to a non-Jew or, or a ger toishot, because, and what's the reason? Because although it is acceptable food, as we see from the fact that the Torah allows it, allows us to give it to non-Jews, but 
it's not appropriate for an Am Kodesh. Why did Rashi insist that Ki Am Kodesh Atol, Hashem Elokecho, is not a reason for a, another prohibition or another mitzvah, but rather it's a separate mitzvah by itself. It's telling us, Kadesh Atzbech you should sanctify yourself by refraining from those things which are permitted. Ranban explains the Pasuk in a third way, not Rashi's way, not Sforno's way, but I think Ranban's way also raises the question, why did Rashi insist on his way? Let's take a look at Ranban. Ranban understands that Ki Am Kodesh is not a reason going back on the beginning of the Pasuk. It's not a reason explaining why you shouldn't eat Nevela, but rather it's explaining why it's as if the Pasuk is saying, because you are an Am Kodesh, therefore, you have to stick in the word therefore, therefore, you shall not uh, cook a kid in his mother's milk. Let's see the Ramban. The Tam Ki Am Kodesh the flavor, meaning the meaning of Am Kodesh Atol Hashem Elokecha, the Veik Im, it is to be read together with, it is clinging to, you, should, you are to read it together with the next words in the Psukim. You shall not cook a kid in its mother's milk. Says Ranban, Ki einenu machel nisov. Basir becholov. Meat and milk is not a machel nisov. It's not a, um, it's not a food that is an abomination. It's not like telling me don't eat, uh, don't eat spider webs, don't eat, uh, don't eat toad excrement. It's not something disgusting and abominable. Aval, rather, yesor oisai lihiyoseinu kedoshim b'ma'acholim. But rather, the Torah is forbidding it, forbidding it to us because we need to be kedoshim b'ma'acholim. We need to be holy in the foods that we eat. We need to be in some way exalted. O, or, lihiyoseinu kedoshim, or the, the point is that, that the Torah wants us to be holy in the following way. We should not be a cruel nation that does not have mercy. That we should milk the mother. And we should take from the mother the milk. In which we will cook the son, the child. That would be that would render us to being a cruel nation that does not have mercy. The Torah doesn't want us to be that, doesn't want us to be that way. And therefore, because you are a holy nation that should not be cruel and unfeeling like that. So therefore, that's how Ramban understands the Pasek. And seems like a good way of learning the Pasek. We have to raise the question, why doesn't Rashi understand it that way? I think in Leonidas Dati, in my humble opinion, before we get to what some of the Mepharshim write, first of all, we can explain why Rashi did not like what the Sephorno said. He didn't want to say that Am Kadesh Atod Hashem is explaining why we shouldn't eat Nevela, because there is a, there's a hefsek, there's a break in between and between the words you shall not eat nevela and the words because you are a holy nation 
the Torah spoke about something else. It said you're allowed to give the Nevela to a Ger Toshav or to an Ochri. Could be Rashi felt that therefore, Kiam doesn't seem to be going back to explain the reason for Leisachlo Kol Nevela. Although the Svarno really creeps out of that question. I, I don't mean that as, a, as an insult. I mean, he, he, he seems to be aware of that question and he gets around it. He says, no, first the Torah had to say that you may give this food, this novella to a non-Jew or to a ger which shows that it is acceptable food for human consumption. It's not, it's not, it's not subhuman. And then the Torah said, yeah, but what's the reason you, Am Yisrael, are not supposed to eat it? Because Am Kadesh told Hashem Because you are a holy nation to Hashem, your God. Okay, but it could be that Rashi didn't want to say that. Rashi looked at the Pasuk and he said, uh, from Leisoichel Konevela until you get to Am Kadesh you have to skip over a bunch of words. So it's not likely that because you're a holy nation is the reason why Perhaps in simplicity, we can say like that. Why doesn't Rashi want to say, like Ramban, that Ki Am Kodesh HaTol Hashem Elokecho, Loisav HaShel Gedi, V'chalei It could be, in part, because in general, as I've said many times, Rashi hesitates to discuss Taneha mitzvahs. Rashi, regarding most of the mitzvahs in the Torah, does not discuss Taneha mitzvahs. He doesn't discuss the reasons for the mitzvahs, unless he saw that the reason was written into the Pasuk. Now, Ramban says he, he understood the reason. He sees the reason written into the Pasuk. He sees that Ki Am Kodesh HaTol Hashem is giving the reason for don't cook a kid in its mother's milk, because to be achzori, to be cruel like that, is a lack of kedusha. But perhaps Rashi wasn't convinced of that. Rashi would rather prefer not to find the Tam HaMitzvah in the Torah. Sometimes he has no choice. Sometimes there are words in the Pasuk which obviously serve no purpose in the, in the simple meaning of the Pasuk, other than to give the reason for the mitzvah. But it could be here, Rashi found in the Gemara a different Russia. He found this explanation of Kadesh Atzmecha B'Mutalach. And therefore he hesitated to say that these words, Kiyam Kadesh Atol Hashem are the reason for the prohibition of Basar B'Cholav, of milk and meat. Those are some, perhaps I should say, some half-baked thoughts of my own. Let's see what the major Mepharshim say. Rabbi Leo Mizrahi, the, the great super commentator on Rashi, he explains that the idea of Kedusha, when you say, Ki am kodesha you are a holy nation, that could only be a reason for a mitzvah which is primarily designed to maintain our beauty. For example, 
he gives this one example. Whether there are other examples or not, I'm not sure. But if we go back to Perikyud Dalet, Pasik Aleph, we find here a very well-known Pasik. You are Bonim, you are you, Klaisel, our children, to Hashem your God. You should not scratch yourselves when someone dies. We'll finish the Pasik and I'll explain. And you should not make a bald spot on the on your head between your eyes, on the hair that's between your eyes, or really, as she explains, anywhere on the head, when someone dies. It was a custom of some of the ancient nations that as a sign of mourning, they would tear out their hair and they would scratch their bodies and cause themselves to bleed. But here the Torah says, we, Am Yisrael, should not do that. Key, because, Am Kadesh Atol Hashem Elokecha, because you are an Am Kadesh to Hashem your God. So Mizrahi explains, it's only by such a mitzvah, which is, which as Rashi there explains, is designed to maintain our beauty. Let's see the Rashi there. Rashi says, um, because you are the children of Hashem, and it is fitting for you to be beautiful. You should not be scratched and balded. That's that's that doesn't go for an Am Kodesh to look like that. That's a disgrace. That's a disgrace to our Father in heaven, and therefore we should not do it. So Mizrahi explains the idea that Am Kadosh, Am Kadosh Atol, Hashem Elokecha, the exact words, which are also in our Pasuk, in Pasuk Chafalef, but those words would only be the reason for a mitzvah whose, whose sense and whose purpose is to maintain our physical beauty, as would be appropriate for people who are the children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But to say that it is the reason why we should not eat nevela, so that he says, I'll read just a few words. I don't have it here on the on the, on the screen, but I'll read just a few words from the Mizrahi. But this warning in the Torah, not to eat nevela, which is like all the other warnings and all the other prohibitions in the Torah, which are necessary. For tikkun hanefesh, they are a way, a necessary way of rectifying and improving one's soul. That, that's not because am kadesh l'shem elokecha. He says even if we would not be an am kadesh l'shem elokecha, it would be appropriate not to do these things, not to eat nevelo. And therefore, Rashi did not understand, did not want to, did not want to explain. That Am Kadesh Atol Hashem is a reason, the reason for not eating Nevela. It's very interesting that Mizrahi says that a mitzvah like Leisaychlu Nevela, and most mitzvahs, most prohibitions in the Torah, he explains are Hechrechi Latikon Hanefesh. They are necessary in order to improve one's soul, and they don't really depend on the fact that we are an Am Kadesh. What I find is interesting is. Uh, I've always had the question, and I, I think it's still an open question, but I've always had the question. Uh, let's say you see a non-Jew eating nevela. Generally, what they eat is nevela. Since it wasn't properly slaughtered, it's automatically considered 
Nevela. Or you see a non-Jew eating shellfish and pork and all the things they eat. Now, it's not forbidden to them, but can we say that there's something disgusting about it? Now, there are many people who just intuitively, oh, it's horrible. Look, look, at the, look at the garbage that they eat. I was never sure about that. Maybe for them, it's not garbage. For us, it's forbidden. For them, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, not only is it permitted, but there's nothing inappropriate, nothing wrong with it. But the Mizrahi seems to be saying, if I'm understanding his words correctly, that even for a non-Jew, for any human being who was interested in Tikkun HaNefesh, who was interested in improving his soul and bringing his soul closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he would have to observe the laws of the Torah. If not, he is not, he is not being misakenas HaNefesh. Now, it's true that the Torah does not obligate every human being to keep all of these laws. But really, if a person wanted to, to be misaken nafshay, to, to rectify and to elevate his soul, there's really, you have to do it through the mitzvahs of the Torah. And one who does not, there is something kind of disgusting and, 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 and unadmirable about it. Okay, that's my thought. Maybe it's not correct even in the words of the Mizrahi. Certainly it might not be correct in the, in the eyes of all thinkers, but that's what I'm thinking at this moment. In any case, the Mizrahi is explaining why Rashi did not understand Kiyam Kodesh Atol Hashem as being the reason for Leiseich Lukol Nevelo. Maralmi Prague, the Gorarye, explains this Rashi differently. He addresses the same question. Why didn't Rashi just say that Kiyam Kadesh Atol Hashem is the reason for not eating Nevelo, or perhaps it's the reason for not eating, uh, for not cooking Gedi Bechalei Let's read a few words of the Maharal. Kadesh Atzmecho Bemutalach. Rashi says that what is the meaning of this phrase? It means you should sanctify yourself with things that really are permitted. Perush, this means, says the Maharal, the word and the concept of Kedusha, of holiness, always refers to precious, meaning to separate yourself from something that really is not forbidden. A certain abstinence, a certain, a certain asceticism. We're not talking about a total asceticism, that's not really the, the way of the Torah, to, to live in a mud hut in the forest and, and, and drink rotten uh, rainwater and subsist on acorns. That is generally not the path recommended by, by the Torah. But the word Kadesh does refer to a certain separating of oneself from things that otherwise would be permitted. And so it is, has been explained above in Parshish Kedoshim. He is referring to his own famous words, that Kedoshim Tiyu means that you should, you should refrain and you should abstain from certain things which otherwise are permitted. One should not live a, a life of indulgence. That's how the Ranban explains the Pasuk Kedoshim Tiyu. You, you need and must indulge in certain necessities and perhaps even somewhat beyond the necessity there's a certain psychological necessity, but to, to live a life of uh, 
of uh, ice cream sundays three times a day and uh, a man married to 12 wives and that's not really the way to go the torah commands us to be kedoshim and to abstain from such things he says when it comes to other sins which are not a matter of precious so it does not uh, it is not appropriate to say the word uh, prisha and kedusha even shehu mitzvah, because it's actually a commandment. In other words, if the Torah says to us, uh, "Don't do certain forms of work on Shabbos," and you are a good, you're a good boy or a good girl, and you refrain, that's not called kedusha. You're refraining because you have to refrain. The Torah is saying, if you don't refrain, you're in a lot of trouble. If the Torah says, "Don't eat chazir," "Don't eat pig meat," and you if you're a good person, you're a good Jew, and you refrain, that's also, the Ramban seems to be saying, that's also not called Kedusha. You're simply doing what you were commanded to do. The, 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 the concept of Kedusha is Prisha above and beyond the law, except the Ramban says there's one exception. Uh, the Maral says, Raki Miskadesh Mina Erva, when a person sanctifies himself from forbidden sexual relations, that person will be called Kodesh, even though it's a mitzvah, it's a commandment. He's not allowed to, uh, to have relations with, uh, with someone else's wife. He's not allowed to have relations with his own sister. When he refrains from those things, he's called a Kodesh, even though really he has to refrain. Says the Maral, why? Because this person is separating himself from erva, from immorality. The person is stamped with that nature by nature, meaning the person's nature is to desire erva, to desire this kind of immorality. That's something that a person has a very strong desire for. It's within his nature. That's how a person was created, to desire that very strongly. And therefore, when a person will refrain from that, even though he's really just doing the mitzvah, he's really just observing what the Torah tells him he must do, that is called Kodesh. But to refrain from just any mitzvah, don't eat this, don't do that, that's not called Kedusha. And therefore, the Maral explains that when Rashi saw these words in the Pasuk, Ki am Kodesh he didn't want to say, and he couldn't say, that this is the reason why you should not eat nevelo, or this is the reason why, as Ramban says, you should not uh, eat milk and meat, because, no, when you refrain from not eating nevelo, which is a mitzvah, which is a specific commandment in the Torah, you're not called Kaddish. When you refrain from cooking a kid in its, in its mother's milk, which is specifically forbidden by the Torah, you're not called Kaddish. So what is the what are these words saying? Rashi was forced to say that Am Kadesh Atol Hashem Elokecha is telling us Kadesh Atzmecha You should sanctify yourself by refraining from certain things that actually are permitted to you. In conclusion, we see that there are three ways of understanding these words. We have mentioned three ways, there might be more, 
I'll suggest a fourth way in a moment, but there are three ways of understanding these words, Kiyam Kodesh Atoh Lashem Balokecho. The Sforno says, it is the reason for what came before it, for the prohibition of eating Nevelo. Ranban says that it's the, it's the reason for the prohibition that came after it, Rashi says it's not the reason of either of those, for one or the other reason, but he did not understand it to be the reason for either of those mitzvahs. Rather, it is a standalone mitzvah, and it's saying, it's saying, I'd like to suggest one more possibility, how we could understand these words. The Rambam in Moira Nebuchim discusses the, the reasons for almost all of the mitzvahs, as I've mentioned before, in a very interesting and original way. Many, many mitzvahs the Rambam in Moira Nebuchim understands are a way that Hashem had for Distancing, distancing us from keeping us far away from idolatry. Idolatry in the ancient world was universal. It wasn't just very common. It was the universal practice and belief. And one of the, the Rambam understands that one of the primary objectives that a Kaddish Baruch Hu had in giving us the Torah was to remove us from Avedah Zorah. And therefore, Rambam takes many mitzvahs, which we tend to think of in some other way. We try to find other explanations for it. And the Rambam will say, no, you know why it's forbidden? It's because this thing was a custom of, of a Zara. It was a custom of idolatry. And therefore, the Torah tells us not to do it. Just for some examples, the Torah says you're not allowed to make a tattoo on your skin. Okay. What's the reason for that? Rambam says this was a custom of idolaters, that they would tattoo themselves with some sort of an idolatrous symbol. And therefore the Torah says, you, no, you, you don't do any tattoos because I don't want you getting involved in that idolatrous practice. Um, the Ranban says that um, cutting off the corners of one's hair, making payas, or at least not shaving off the corners of the head, that is also a way of distancing ourselves from an ancient idolatrous practice that they used to shave all around the head. There were at one time, maybe there still are some Catholic priests who have such a haircut. They put like a bowl on top and then they shave all the way around. That's an idolatrous practice. So the Rambam understands the Torah forbidden. Here, the Rambam says that there was, uh, he, although he says he doesn't have uh, hard evidence of this, but he says he thinks that it must have been a practice of idolaters to uh, take some uh, sacrifice that they were going to give to their, to their idols and to cook the meat of the sacrifice in its own mother's milk. It was a way that the idolaters had of serving their, their, their deities, their, their non-deities, serving their, their false deities. And therefore, Rambam is explaining, the Torah told us, don't do it. Don't do anything that even hints at that idolatrous practice. Now, according to Rambam, I think we can now understand these words in the Pasuk in a fourth way. Saying, because you are a holy nation to your God, therefore, 
Therefore, I don't want you to engage in this idolatrous practice of uh, cooking a uh, cooking uh, a, a kid, cooking a uh, a baby animal in the milk of its mother. They did it for a form of kedusha of their own. They did it as some sort of a pulchan abodazara, some sort of a service to their God. But I'm telling you, you serve me. You are kodesh to Hashem, you are Kaddish to HaKaddish Baruch Hu, and only HaKaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore, we see a number of different possibilities how to explain these words, and we see, I think, how Rashi uh, characteristically was very careful about the structure of the Pasek and the order of the words in the Pasek, and he was very reluctant uh, to say that the Torah is giving us the reasons for a mitzvah.